You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. That's it. You're madder than a junkyard dog, and you're not going to take it anymore. Your feathers are ruffled, your dander's up, and you've got a definite bone to pick. Welcome to Pet Peeves, the show that lets you dig through the dirt and unleash your passion for pets. Why let sleeping dogs lie when you can take the bull by the horns and let the fur fly? So get your claws out and get ready to rattle some cages on Pet Peeves with your host, pet expert and award-winning author, Amy Shoja. Hey there, and welcome to Pet Peeves on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Amy Shojai, and today we're talking about a national catastrophe and helping to fix it with Adopt-A-Cat Month. That brings me to my rant of the week. We've got a bumper crop of kittens this year, but sadly, that's not unusual. Every year, shelters overflow with unwanted cats and kittens during the spring and summer. Now, personally, I'm appalled by the number of otherwise smart people who neglect to practice birth control for their pets. They either end up with a whoops litter, or they actually promote getting their cat pregnant. Then, when homes can't be found, the babies, and sometimes the mom cat as well, they get dumped into a shelter's lap. Or worse, they're left to fend for themselves on the streets. You know, I'd like for every one of these folks intent on experiencing the uh, miracle of birth to also get a taste of the other end of the spectrum. Spend a day, heck, spend an hour at your local shelter when unwanted cats and kittens meet their heart-wrenching end. Now, on a more positive note, a number of animal welfare organizations promote June as the prime time for cat and kitten adoptions. I'm delighted to welcome Dina Fitzgerald of the American Humane Association to the show to talk about Adopt a Cat Month. Dina is Director of Animal Welfare Services and oversees all the national training, grants, and shelter services for American Humane. We'll be right back with questions for Dina after these messages. Okay, time to call off the dogs. Pet Peeves will be back with more biting topics right after we kibble a little with our sponsors. Does your dog have problems walking with its back legs? If so, your dog is one of 58 million dogs that suffer with problems with its rear leg. Problems such as spinal myelopathy, arthritis, and hip dysplasia. Bottoms Up Leash helps your dog walk. It's a rear support harness that has won numerous awards, such as Dog Fancy's Editor's Choice Award, as Product of the Year, and it's been featured on CBS and Good Morning America. Visit the website www.seniorpetsupplies.com. Pick up something unique at a Bone to Pick Dog Boutique. A Bone to Pick has cool hip fashions for big and small dogs that will have their tails wagging in style. Cat products too. A-B-O-N-E-T-O-P-I-C-K.com. Check out our eco-friendly pet products and gifts for humans too. A-B-O-N-E-T-O-P-I-C-K.com. Get your pet's mouth watering monthly with our Gourmet Treat of the Month Club. And join a Bone to Pick's free birthday club for your puppy. A-B-O-N-E dash to dash p-i-c-k dot com pick up something special for your best friend at a bone to pick a b-o-n-e dash to 
www.pick.com. Get 10% off with coupon code PETLIFE. There's nothing like a shaggy dog, baby. They're shagadelic. And this is the place to find out how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Oh, yeah. So stop by our pad every week and get switched on, baby. Switched on to the show that's all about attitude. Oh, behave. With your groovy host, pet edutainer Arden Moore. Yeah, baby, yeah. Every week on demand on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're foaming at the mouth to get back to pet peeves. So here's Amy with some more tail-tying, fur-flying fun. Welcome back to Pet Peeves on Pet Life Radio. We're talking with Dina Fitzgerald of the American Humane Association. She's worked as a veterinary assistant and a practice manager before refocusing her career goals within shelter uh, animal services. Uh, welcome to the show, Dina. I'm glad to meet you. Thanks. I'm glad to be here. I like to always start out the show, Dina, with uh, asking our guests a little bit about themselves personally. What, what cats and dogs and perhaps other critters do you share your home and your life with? Yes, well, thanks for asking. I Yes, I do have four cats and five rabbits as well, all uh, adopted from shelters. How do uh, cats I'm, and rabbits get along? Oh, they get along very well. Cats can usually get along with almost any other pet that you have, including dogs. Um, so they, they definitely respect the rabbits. Believe me, rabbits know how to assert themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Gives Thumper a glowing report there, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, tell us also a little about the American Humane Association. For listeners, they, you know, we tend to kind of lump all animal welfare associations in together, but I understand American Humane is a little bit different. What are the goals? What's the vision of this uh, particular association? Does it have shelters? No, we're a national animal welfare organization, um, and we are unique. We're the only uh, national organization that advocates for both child and animal welfare, and we're one of the oldest in the country, founded in 1877, but we do not own or operate any shelters. We're uh, a welfare group that has many, many programs to help support shelters, some of which you've already mentioned with our grant programs and professional training and development workshops and conference. Uh, we offer shelter assessments uh, and support shelters in many ways uh, with hands-on training as well as uh, just answering questions over the phone and offering help and support, and also by um, advocating for humane legislation across the entire country. Great. So really, rather than operating shelters per se, you give the support to the shelters need in the home community. So your, your influence and your help impacts shelters at the grassroots level. 
Yes, yes, absolutely. Every shelter in the United States is eligible to join American Humane, eligible to apply for grants, and it can be a grant for something small, maybe uh, some surgery equipment for spay and neuter, or something large, like to build a new shelter. We can partially fund those projects as well. Wow, that's great to know. Uh, tell us a little bit about the Adopt-A-Cat Month. What, what's involved with this program and this, this promotion? Yes, June is Adopt-A-Cat Month, and uh, which is being sponsored this year by Nine Lives Cat Food. And we have a goal of adopting a million cats nationwide within the next year. The month of June was selected primarily because that's when shelters really start to see that huge influx of kittens. Female cats come into season and start to get pregnant and have litters in the early spring. So by June, that breeding season is really in full swing. Any cats out there that aren't spayed and neutered are looking to get together and reproduce. And unfortunately, there just are not enough homes for all of these kittens being born right now. So what, what can people do then? What, what resources do you have for shelters as far as this particular program and promotion for uh, Adopt-A-Cat Month? Well, we did send out packets to help shelters promote uh, Adopt-A-Cat Month with posters and chip sheets and information that they can use to uh, have their own media campaigns, perhaps doing a local radio show, press releases and newspapers, and offering just special adoption incentives for people. Sometimes they'll have uh, special adoption rates or adopting uh, two kittens together as a special deal, things like that to really help get these cats into good homes and just get the word out. A lot of people just aren't even aware of uh, their local animal shelter. Perhaps they've never been there. So by getting the word out in the community, uh, just bringing people into the shelter usually raises adoption rates for all the animals in the shelter. Well, what should people do if they see... Uh, you know, little stray kittens out there. I know that in my community, there's there are people that there's even a church in the area I know of that says, "Oh yeah, we've got we've got cats kind of hanging out and kittens, and we heard the kittens uh, mewing, so we know that they're around there." And and people just kind of drop food off. And isn't this kind of uh, perpetuating the problem if you don't actually do something? Yes, yes, you're absolutely right. Uh, by feeding stray cats, um, you're just going to cause more to be produced. We really encourage people that want to do something to trap them and have them neutered. Now, there are some cats that live outdoors that are feral. That's F-E-R-A-L, which means basically wild. They are not used to human contact. And adult feral cats cannot be adopted into a home. They cannot be rehabilitated to be pets once they've grown up to be a wild animal. But their kittens can. 
So a lot of communities have what are called trap, neuter, and released programs for feral cats because the best thing you can often do for cats that are wild like that is just to neuter them so they don't reproduce anymore and then put them back outside where they are used to can easily tame down if they're between 6 and 12 weeks of age. So usually if you work with them, even just for a couple days, they quickly acclimate to human contact and even uh, start to really crave it and snuggle up with you and start to purr. So when there is a, a problem in a community with outdoor cats, stray cats, feral cats, we really encourage and support uh, trapping the adults and neutering them and getting the kittens into a shelter where they can be uh, tamed down and then adopted out. And we support those programs uh, with grants as well. Well, I know that adopting a cat uh, from personal experience, I'll tell you, will just enrich your world in just a million different ways. And so we're going to continue our discussion on that topic right after these messages from our sponsors. Okay, time to call off the dogs. Pet Peeves will be back with more biting topics right after we kibble a little with our sponsors. Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, Candid Pictures of You and Your Pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Fluff your feathers, roll out your tongue, shine your fins, snap on your leashes, and grab your human. It's the Louisville Pet Lovers Expo. Two full days of pet-tastic fun that no pet lover should miss. Join us for shopping, the Barks and Couture Fashion Show, Dream Pet Wedding, Ultimate Pet Makeover, Pet Communicator, Rescue Me Pet Adoption, Service Dog Demonstration, and tons of fun contests. Bring your pets and join us at the Louisville Pet Lovers Expo, Saturday, September 27th, and Sunday, September 28th, at the Kentucky Expo Center. For more information, go to LouisvillePetExpo.com. Want to know what cats like to eat for breakfast? Mice Krispies, of course. Learn everything there is to know about cats on Catitude with your host, Tom Doc. Each week, we'll spotlight a cool cat breed, give up-to-date advice on cat health, and check out spiffy new cat products. So curl up on the couch every week for a perfectly enjoyable time on Catitude. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. (laughs) 
We know you're foaming at the mouth to get back to pet peeves. So here's Amy with some more tail-tying, fur-flying fun. We're back and speaking with Dina Fitzgerald. Uh, She's a certified animal welfare administrator. And her work for American Humane is aimed to increase the understanding of animal welfare issues and to promote best practices in the animal welfare industry. Welcome back, Dina. Thank you. Now, I wanted to touch base with you. I went to the American Humane website, which is uh, www.americanhumane, all one word, dot org. And they have some great tips there uh, and some, some of the wonderful ways that cats really bring special things to your life. And I'd love to touch on some of these. Uh, off the top of your head, Dina, name the top three. <laughs> that, and we'll, we'll cover more than that. But the top three for you, what are the best things about having a cat in your life? Well, certainly the companionship uh, that a cat provides. I mean, there's health benefits to having pets. Scientific research has shown can reduce your blood pressure and uh, reduce stress in your life. Uh, so that's something cats do so well. When a cat gets in your lap and purrs or when you watch a cat playing with a toy, it just uh, you know can really brighten your day and provide those, those psychological benefits and emotional benefits that we all need and crave. And then certainly uh, I'll point out for kids, maybe not very young children, but uh, children, say, between 8 and 16 can really learn responsibility by having a pet and caring for it, learning to feed it and clean the litter box. And cats are relatively easy to care for, so it's a good pet to start out uh, with for a child, maybe if you don't have a pet already getting a pet and getting your child to be responsible for the care, keeping in mind the adult in the household always has to be overseeing that care, but uh, it's a good way to teach responsibility. And third is, I mean, just adopting a cat. I would say the benefit to the cat population in general, because there's so many cats out there that need homes, the feeling you're going to get by adopting a cat from a shelter and saving a life is is so rewarding. And I think most of us uh, really want to do something good for the world and good for society and animal lovers, especially if you're looking for something to do that can really help uh, adopt an, a cat from your local shelter this month. Oh, I think also I, I agree wholeheartedly with you on, on all three points. And, and to expand on that a little bit about how great cats can be for children, uh, something that has come uh, through the, the, the scientific studies more recently. I know some of the arguments used to be, oh, no, you're going to be allergic to the cat and all. And actually the opposite's true. If, you know, young children, particularly infants, if they are exposed to healthy cats and dogs very early in life, you're going to reduce the chances of those children ever having allergies to pets. I mean, that to me, that's a huge, huge benefit. Yes. Yeah, then that's been documented in several studies. You're right, that babies that grow up with a pet from birth or very early age on are actually less likely to have allergies and asthma, which is in the world today, we're seeing more and more 
uh, asthma and allergies. So if if that could possibly help prevent those from developing, that's definitely a, an incredible benefit. Plus the fact, I don't know the exact statistics, but a large number of animals are relinquished to shelters using that excuse. So my son or my daughter or my new spouse is allergic to the pet. So if we could break, try to break that cycle a little bit and inoculate our kids with furry love at the right moment, we yeah, uh, might yeah. uh, help stem that turn-in numbers. That would be great. What about, I know we're talking about on the the physical level, the blood pressure helps prevent heart disease, all these things, but on the emotional level, I was very fortunate to assist and be a, a co-editor on a couple of the chicken soup books for pets, for the dog lover's soul and chicken soup for the cat lover's soul. We received enormous numbers of stories from people documenting how their cat helped them through depression and loneliness and all of these emotional uh, traumas, and their cat was such a big part of helping them heal. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, I think it's a misnomer. People that um, have never had a cat have this misnomer that cats are aloof or they just want to be left alone. But I'll tell you, when I'm home, my four cats are constantly with me. They really crave human contact, and that does uh, help fight depression and loneliness. I mean, they want to sleep with you and be in your lap and play with you. So a, a cat is as interactive as you want uh, him or her to be. If you're there and you have the time, they want to play with you and they want to be on your lap. And it really is uh, such a boost and, and raises your spirits. And, uh, you know, especially for people that uh, live alone, the elderly, or somebody who's maybe newly separated, it's just so wonderful to come home and have that a little creature waiting there for you and depending on you. And what's great about the, the kitty cat, too, is that they're great apartment pets. I mean, I love my dog. I have a German Shepherd, but he needs to be walked. He needs to be run and exercised, uh, you, you know, daily, three and four and five times a day. A cat, just by mere size and by uh, their cleanliness uh, using an indoor toilet, you can be on a 25th floor of an apartment high-rise in New York and share your life with a cat. And it can be a wonderful uh, indoor pet and probably be healthier for being indoors as well. Oh, yes. That's an excellent point. Um, well, two excellent points that, yeah, I mean, as much as I love dogs as well, cats are so much uh, lower maintenance because you don't have to walk them. And um, it, it's easy to work long hours, and if you travel, it's easier to find a pet sitter because uh, if someone comes in and checks on them and feeds and cleans once a day, they're good to go, um, and they they don't need that constant attention that a dog would need uh, to take care of its uh, basic needs like toileting. Um, and then your second point about keeping them indoors, that's an excellent point. We definitely recommend that at American Humane. It's shown cats live much longer if they're kept indoors. They're not exposed to possible fights with other cats and fleas and ticks and diseases like leukemia and feline AIDS and uh, just getting into accidents, you know, cars and traffic. There's so many risks 
opposed to cats that go outside. And uh, that's another misnomer is sometimes people think, oh, I have to let my cat out or he won't be happy. But that's not true at all. They're perfectly content staying inside as long as you have toys and uh, things for them to interact with. Uh, they love to look out windows and ad- adopting a second cat. If you're not home much, that's one of the best things you can do is get a second cat or another pet, sometimes a dog if you do have time, um, somebody for them to play with. Most cats uh, will easily adapt to another cat or a dog and bond with them and play with them and uh, really provides that companionship when you're not there. Uh, A much better option than letting the cat go outside and, and find trouble. Absolutely, and I and I like to encourage listeners to understand as well that you know we have what four hundred plus breeds of dogs. There are forty five or so plus breeds of cats. Not every cat is the same. These are not cookie cutter creatures. We've got kitties that um, that are. Persian-type cats that, that have long fur need lots of coat care that want to sit on your lap and cuddle and be beautiful. And then you have, um, you know, Somali-type cats that are going to swing from the drapes and play Tarzan. So you can pick the, the feline personality that fits your personality just as well. Do your homework. Talk to the shelter staff and see, you know, they've, they've been working with these kitties a long time. They know kind of what the personalities are. Absolutely, and I would like to point out that many, if not most of those breeds, you can get at your local shelter. Now, they may not be the most common, but um, certainly Persians, Himalayans, Siamese, Abyssinians, uh, all of those cats I've seen very frequently in my shelter work. And uh, if you do have a particular breed or personality in mind, ask your local shelter staff to help. Also, declawed cats frequently come into shelters. We, We certainly don't advocate having cats declawed, but often they've already been declawed by a previous owner and they come into a shelter and you can adopt a cat like that if you're worried about your furniture. But certainly purebreds, people don't realize, you can certainly find a purebred Siamese at your local shelter. Uh, You may have to wait a couple weeks or a month, have your name put on a list or something, but uh, one will turn up eventually. So uh, there's no reason that you can't adopt from your local shelter, even if you're looking for a specific type of cat. Right. And what I like to advocate, of course, June is is kitten season. So there's lots and lots of furry babies out there, but you know what? Kittens have no off switch. And if you are uh, not going to be able to supervise a lot of the time and keep them out of trouble, then a known quantity in a lovely, mature adult cat may be your cup of tea. So do not discount those wonderful kitties that are looking for a home and will give you, you know, cats live 15, 18 22 years these days. And so, uh, you know, a five-year-old cat still has another decade of love to give. Yes, that's absolutely correct. The the kittens are so cute and cuddly and so much fun, but I encourage listeners to really examine your lifestyle and 
see if a kitten's really right for you. <laughs> she said they don't have an off switch. You know, an, an adult cat typically sleeps about 18 to 20 hours a day. A kitten seems to be playing 18 or 20 hours a day. And, uh, if you're if you're not home, and they also do tend to be more mischievous, uh, climbing the curtains and getting into things, uh, whereas an adult cat, most of the time, adult cats are still very playful. That's even a, a misnomer. My my old cat, who was 17 and passed away a few years ago, I mean, she was playing right up until the very end. So adult cats are not uh, necessarily just couch potatoes. They'll play. If you engage them, they'll be pretty crazy and playful when they want to be, but uh, certainly less likely to... Uh, to tip over your plants and climb your curtains than a kitten will be. But uh, for for many people, if you have the time and you've never experienced a kitten, that would be the right choice for you. So, uh, you know, in your local shelter, they all have, this time of year, they have kittens all the way up to, you know, 10 and 12-year-old cats. So just make the right decision for what's right for your lifestyle. Absolutely. Now, as a reminder, could you please again give us the website for American Humane? Sure, that's www.americanhumane.org. Okay, and there's resources there available for your area shelters uh, and for individual pet owners as well. There are some good tips there, and I encourage listeners to go and check out that site. And, and unfortunately, we are out of time. I, I could talk cats and kittens for hours and do in my real life. So <laughs> I'd like to thank very much my guest Dina Fitzgerald and the producers for making Pet Peeves possible. Tune in next week with Pet Peeves on Pet Life Radio when we'll find another hot topic to get peeved about. Email me your suggestions or post a note to my blog by dialing up PetLifeRadio.com and clicking on the Pet Peeves logo. You can get transcripts that way too. Head bumps and whisker kisses until next time. Now if you don't have a cat friend or you would like to add to your fur quotient, Now's the perfect time to adopt a cat. And believe me, you'll get back more fun and loving companionship than you can imagine. And a kitty friend can sure help prevent you from getting peeved. That's it. You're madder than a junkyard dog and you're not going to take it anymore. Your feathers are ruffled, your dander is up, and you've got a definite bone to pick. Join us each week on Pet Peeves, the show that lets you dig through the dirt and unleash your passion for pets. Your host, pet expert and award-winning author, Amy Shojai, will talk about what makes you howl and what hisses you off. Pet Peeves, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.